Welcome to the Taking the Lead podcast, where we empower people to be unstoppable. I'm Christina Hepner with my co-hosts, Leslie Hoskins and Timothy Cunio. And today we're going to have a bit of a shorter episode where we're going to just chat about a topic that we've been asked about. But I first have to tell you guys, so working at Leader Dog, a lot of people think we all know how to train a dog. <laughs> um, I do not. And my dog is a bit of a wild child okay. this morning. Um, so he gets so excited in the morning when I feed him. Well, I have wood floor. And so when he gets excited, he'll like wag his tail. And I don't know what he did, but he jumped and like slid across the floor this morning. And I was like, oh, my gosh, this this dog, like the energy. He's eight and he has energy of a puppy. People think he's a puppy. And I'm like... Our, our guide dogs, our leader dogs, would not act this way. And I try and tell him that, and he just doesn't get it. But it's my own fault because I, I, I've raised him, you know? I raised him to be a wild child. Well, I have to tell you, many of the guide dog mobility instructors laugh at me with my dog. I have a very small uh, five-pound dog, and she has certainly trained me, if you'd like to go that <laughs> route with it. Uh, um she is fully capable of going upstairs, like fully capable of going up steps. If I'm at work and I have her on leash, she does it no problem. Anywhere else, she will not go upstairs. So she has me trained and, well, our family to pick her up. We carry her up every set of stairs. So we take her outside. She goes down them, plop, 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 fine. And then we have to go outside and pick her up and carry her up the stairs. And I have seen many GDMI. I've talked to many people about it and asked, and they just laugh and say that she has trained me. Yeah. Because uh, if I left her long enough, she would eventually figure it out. But nope, not in my house. Mila gets carried everywhere she wants. And uh, also, though, I should note, she fully can jump up on a couch or on our bed, which is a large She jump. does have you wrapped around oh, her paw. Yes. Yes. Yeah, it's all right. You're the human does. elevator. Exactly. You're the human elevator. Exactly. They nice. give you those puppy eyes, and you're just you just sink, and you're like, "I'll do whatever you want." <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> so I don't know about everybody working at Leader Dog uh, being able to train dogs, but I will say most dogs at Leader Dog have trained their humans quite well as well. <laughs> <laughs> Goes both ways, but yeah. Um, Speaking of dogs, today we're actually going to talk about guide dogs. Go figure, right? And what do guide dogs do? What do they do? What yes. don't they do? Okay, I have to start with something, though. Timothy, you're going to laugh at this. Um, I kind of thought when I first came to Leader Dog, and other people have thought this too, that the <laughs> guide dogs can read the stop signs and, like, the stoplights. <laughs> No, no, <laughs> no, they cannot. You, you, oh, I'd be in trouble if they could. But no, I have to know where I'm going. Uh, like I've said before, uh, like that's why I use the Victor Reader track, it gives me like a 20 feet signal on the track saying you got to stop a four-way stop coming up and so then i've got to say okay glacier find find the curb and she'll stop at that curb but if i didn't say that she, there's a possibility she would walk out you know so i've got to know both of us are working as a team what i got to take care of and she's got her responsibilities and i've got my responsibilities so no they don't know what a stop sign is so i've got to know where the stop sign is yeah, we do hear that question all the time. Right. Like, oh, the guide dog, you know, the, the dog tells you when to cross the street. And unfortunately, that's really just not the case. Yeah. It's totally up to the handler 
to approach an intersection, determine how it's controlled. And what I mean by that is, is it stop sign controlled, light controlled, is it a yield, all of that good stuff. And then the handler, the person decides the best time to cross based on their um, their training with intersections. Well, if they can't read the signs, then what do they do? I'm sure there's somebody (laughs) wondering that out there right now, right? What does a guide dog do? So guide dogs actually have two, we'll say two main responsibilities. They do other things, of course. Uh, These dogs are very intuitive and smart, but their two main tasks are, one, to stop clients at curbs, like Timothy mentioned, and two, to guide people around obstacles and navigate kind of through... uh, I don't know, parking benches and meters and all those good, all those good things that kind of pop out of nowhere. So those are their two main tasks, stopping at curbs and guiding around obstacles. Um, of course, we do hear from clients on other things that they, they do um, and that they learn. And another task that they teach is find the, Timothy, do you use the find the? Well, I tell her find the, uh, like I say, I call it a pole when I like, I'm going up to those push buttons to cross the street, you know, the traffic's thing and I tell her find the pole or I tell her find her bench because we there's a specific bench we sit down when we go downtown and she, when she sees it I tell her find, and she finds me a seat when I go to the doctor all I gotta do is say find and I tell her simple things find the counter she does that or if we're going to the pharmacy I tell her find the line and she'll take me to the back of the line I mean this is stuff that I had to do when I came back home and I taught her a little bit on my own that's awesome absolutely you know what's funny about the find the, I always hear the guide dog mobility instructors say, you know, that you can say find the door and they'll take you most likely to a door, but it might not be the correct door, <laughs> you know? So depending on where you're at and how comfortable or knowledgeable your dog is of that environment, uh, they may not take you to the correct door or the correct chair or funny enough, an empty chair. <laughs> so if you say find the chair, you know, there could be a, a circumstance when your dog would take you to a chair. So just a reminder, always check that seat first. Clear the space before yes. you take a seat on someone's lap. <laughs> Makes sense. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that <laughs> I'm just laughing because I've accidentally sat on people <laughs> I mean, you have no without excuse. a guide dog. And I have no oh. excuse. Oh, my goodness. Timothy, she, what are she we going to do? One in a million. She is one in a million. <laughs> what are we going to do with her? <laughs> She's dying laughing I'm over dying. here. This is too funny. Uh, so some other things that the dogs do, uh, they can help maintain a straight line of travel. So, you know, if you don't have vision, it's really hard to travel straight sometimes because what is straight if you have no uh, sidewalk to follow or a line in front of you or a direction in which you're trying to travel? So, that can be difficult traveling straight without vision. And guide dogs can really help with that. They are trained to walk you down the middle of the sidewalk. They're also trained mm-hmm. to go from curb to curb. So they're going to go down one curb and cross the street to the other up curb. Um, so they do help with that straight line travel as well, which is a really nice perk. They also help people that got little balance issues. They keep you balanced a little bit. So I've only, I've, when it was snowed here, uh, I kind of slipped a little bit, and if I hadn't had her, I would have fell on my you-know-what, but she <laughs> helped me keep my, keep me up. So I know there are some blind people that has balance issues. Those dogs are great about that, too. 
Yeah, we have sometimes in the past trained uh, dogs to assist with balance, and there are like special harnesses that you can get for somebody who really does have a lot of balance concerns. Um, And that's kind of few and far between, I know, at Leader Dog, but it is something that we've explored in the past, which is another reason why we ask for those videos in the application process is so that we can try to find a dog who can handle those types of things and really make a good match. So that's a really good point. I mean... Even though they can't read science, they can do a whole lot of stuff. But that, I mean, Leslie, you're going to be so excited I'm saying this, but that's why it's so important that someone has orientation and mobility because once they get their dog into their home environment, then they can show their dog those places and the dog will remember it. Exactly. Yeah. You want to be confident in your routes at home. So when you bring your new guide dog home, you're confident when you're telling them, you know, Juno left, Juno right, Juno find the curb, all of those different things. So that just like Timothy mentioned, you're working as a team. It is really, I don't even want to say 50-50. It's like 100-100. Everybody's giving 100% to make a good team. Leslie, what's Juno? Oh, Juno. I do say that all the time and I forget. We need to explain that. So Juno is, first of all, just the term we use all the time for um, like a a dog walk experience. So for example, if I'm working with a client and I want to provide a simulated dog walk of like what it would be like to walk with a guide dog, we would do a Juno walk is what we'd call it. Um, And where I would use an empty harness and kind of hold on to the front of the harness and simulate being the dog and the handler would hold on to the harness. We do these in makeshift ways. Sometimes we'll use um, different contraptions that we've built out of PVC pipe or fold up a cane. Uh, O&Ms in the field get really creative on trying to simulate these Juno walks so that clients really understand or get an idea of what it's like to walk with a guide dog because there's so many differences between cane and guide dog. And I know we've talked a little bit about those, but um, you definitely want clients to be prepped and prepared and know what they're getting into before making this decision. Timothy, when you got Glacier, what were you most surprised about what she can do? Well, I was just thinking about that. Uh, she has saved me from tripping over so many things uh, that's in my path that I don't see. Like there could be uh, uh, some form of, of, of a large limb or something, and she just stops. And then I have to figure out why she stopped. And then so that's when you get your cane out, and you, oh, there's a, there's a big obstacle in front of me and thank god she was there because i would have fell down and that even happened while i was at leader dog uh, she stopped at some hazardous tape on the concrete they were doing a lot of construction and it just amazed me that she did that and so she these dogs just absolutely take care of you while you're out and it's just amazing what these dogs have been trained to do You know, and we haven't talked about probably their best feature, if you will, that people would argue, and that's the companionship. So, of course, they do these other tasks and they keep people safe and they help people travel independently. But most of all, they provide this companionship. They're loving partners that are with you literally every step of the way. Yes, they are. Glacier is probably one of the best dogs I've ever, ever had in my life. And she shows love to me and the rest of the family and, uh, these dogs are just great around pe- people and children, and uh, it's that's a credit to Leader Dog. Yeah, and we can't forget at the end of the day, they work, they love to work, but they are still dogs. They are still your family dog, and they get playtime. They get to have fun, too. Yep. Absolutely. They still get to go out and have a great time. 
And they really do help increase confidence. So that's one thing we hear from clients all the time is that, yeah, they were a good uh, traveler with the cane. They felt pretty good about it. But now they're traveling with the guide dog. They have a partner, somebody who's in it with them all the time. Um, And they feel more confident. They're excited to go out and travel. It's also motivating because now they know they have to get their dog out to maintain their skills to practice. So that's really encouraging to get out there and do those routes. Whereas a cane, nah, you can put it in the corner. And, and you're excited to go somewhere because you're, you're, it's like a journey. And, and I'm looking forward to going to New Orleans this year and, and other places this year, just me and Glacier. And uh, it just gives us something to look forward to. And, and it's just it's, it's a challenge. And, and it's exciting every day when I go to the doctor. It's a new adventure together. And it's, you know, it's, it's a great experience. Yeah, and I mean, the amazing thing, too, is they're a great companion. All they do is give you love, and they don't talk back, right? <laughs> well, well, they look at oh you my. want a treat. They do want their treats. That's they what Christina looks for in a partner. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what I'm looking for. <laughs> that is so funny. Oh, my gosh. Oh. We should mention, too, that all of these services are, of course, provided free by Leader Dogs for the Blind. So if you or you know somebody who could benefit from a guide dog, you can always go to our website and check out more about our guide dog training. And I will do a little uh, tag here or promo for our virtual learning resources that are on our page. Uh, And you can learn more about guide dog readiness and how to prepare if this is something that you're thinking about taking on in your life. Yes. And I think I hear Glacier walking around in the background, right? She heard heard you laugh and now she's got her big long worm and she wants to play. (laughs) Yeah. She's like, hey, they're having fun. I want to have some fun. That's one thing you really get used to working at Leader Dog. There are constantly, you know, dogs you can hear them playing or running the tag, sometimes a bark here and there, going up and down the stairs. Uh, it is, it's a fun place to work. Yeah, you're always surrounded by dogs. Yes. Yes. Well, we hope that helped answer some questions about what guide dogs do. We want to thank you so much for listening to this short episode of Taking the Lead. I'm Leslie Hoskins with hosts Timothy Cuno and Christina Hepner. We hope you enjoyed today's episode and please join us next time as we continue to dive into the world of blindness. And if you'd like to learn more about applying to Leader Dog, you can head to leaderdog.org or call us at 888-777-5332. And don't forget, you can reach us at takingthelead at leaderdog.org with any questions or ideas. And if you like today's podcast, make sure to hit subscribe and check us out wherever podcasts stream.